Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael Mashey Show. Broadcasting from our studios on the beautiful island of Anguilla. Michael is the director of entertainment for the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla and the owner of Michael Mashey Entertainment Agency, which has provided quality entertainment since 1985. To join the show live, call us at 516-418-5590. And now... Here's Michael Mashey. Well, 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 good morning and welcome to the Michael Mashey Live Show, as I am always joined by my producer and my co-host, my wife, Blanca Mashey. Hello. Hello. It's good to see you. How are you? Nice to see you. you? Nice to see you. (laughs) Well, for those of you listening uh, as a recording, you know, of course, we're live right now, but this is always replayed. You can replay this anytime. So mm-hmm. in case you're wondering what today is, today is Wednesday, June 15th. I can't believe how fast the year is flying by. Yeah. And so many birthdays this month. That's right. Clarissa's we had, birthday. Yeah, we had our daughter's birthday on Monday. She's right. now 18, the big 18. Unbelievable. Legal in the United States now. And then Ryan's birthday is uh, the June, 20, uh, June 17th. He's going to be 22. Yeah. Michael's birthday is 23rd. June 22nd. My mother's birthday is June 23rd. But we, we're going to go broke buying presents uh, and well, cards. We don't and buy presents them. now because they're not babies. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them. We buy them. We, we, <laughs> Airline tickets. There you go. Come home and visit your parents. Now, that would, be, that would be nice. That would be nice. Well, today we have a special guest on the show. And we're going we're gonna to be throwing the show over to Los Angeles to our friend Ed Marshall, where he's, he's interviewing uh, – he's a producer – film director, and he's been all over the world. He's got some wonderful history in the movie-making industry. And, of course, he uh, heads the the Asian Film Festival. What they do is, I guess, they they promote the movies that are sent to the Oscars that are nominated, and they start to promote those those films as well. But we're going to throw it out to Ed Marshall out in Los Angeles. Ed, you're with George Shamshun. Thank you, Michael, and happy Wednesday to you. As you can hear in the background, we're here in sunny California on the estate of multi-award winning film director and producer George Shamshon. And sitting out here on the patio by George's pool, you can hear the waterfalls and the singing of the birds. George has produced and directed over 40 motion picture films from Africa, the Middle East, Europe, and the USA. George, welcome to Michael Massey Live. It's an honor and a pleasure to be on the Michael Massey Show. So, George, let's talk a little bit here. Where were you born? Born in West Africa, third generation. We are originally from Mount Lebanon in the north region of Lebanon. Uh, That's where all, all my family came from. So, George, how far back in your life can you remember when you realized there was something called motion picture film? I cannot recall when I was interested in movies because the minute I opened my eyes, the first thing I saw was the flicker of a, of a screen, the flicker of a projector. Where my father used to work, it was in uh, Niger, West Africa. It was in the middle of the Sahara Desert. He was a uh, peanut grower. And that the village Magaria, where he lived, Magaria is M-A-G-A-R-I-A, because it was a French colony, so that's where we grew up in West Africa. So my dad owned a uh, theater there, 
But in fact, uh, he he didn't do it for commercial purpose. He did it for the villagers, and um, they would show you know all those movies, the Chaplin, the Bata Bata and Luke Costello, etc., etc. And my mother, you know, in the evening there's nothing to do, so she would go to the theater. And uh, when I was, I mean, literally uh, what a month, she would take me there, and uh, I opened my eyes and looking at the silver screen, and my love started then, unconsciously or consciously. I cannot explain, but this was my path in this world. So you were basically born into the film industry without even realizing it. Yeah, absolutely. This was my my goal in life. I never thought about something else. A lot of kids, you know, would think, oh, I want to be a fireman, I want to be in the military, I want to be uh, uh, whatever. Me, it was always, I want to be a filmmaker. What kind of schooling did you have in Africa? In Africa, there were no schools, and so my father took me and my younger sister, my young sister, to Lebanon, to Tripoli, North Lebanon, and they put us in school. We were about four years old. We were like 18 kids in one house. We were all first cousins, and every two months, you know, my mother would come, then it would be the turn of one of my aunts, and then it would be the turn of my other aunt. Uh, it was a movie in itself. At the age of 10, uh, my father decided that he wanted to enroll me in one of the best schools in the world, but automatically, you know, they think France. So they took me to Paris. They found me a school in Normandy, which was about two hours away from Paris. It was a boarding school, and they put me there. I didn't have any family, I didn't have any friends, I didn't have anyone, so... Imagine how difficult it was for me to be there. It was a private school, Ecole des Roches. And um, we were, what, maybe not even 200 kids, but we were, you know, all kids coming from a very uh, high standard, uh, you know, families, the well-to-do family, extremely well-to-do families. And uh, half of the school, they were from foreign countries. So that's where I grew up, and we would be like every 30, 40 kids would be living in one uh, chateau, whatever you call it, um, you know, mansion, mansion, that's the word. And um, so we had like a father and a mother who took care of us, but of course it didn't replace our real parents, but the schooling was fantastic and the school was a great school. That was a lot of schooling. Where did you go after that? From there, the last year I went to Germany in exchange uh, program. So of course it was great because I learned the German language and uh, from there I went to Wales where I enrolled in a college again a, a wonderful college called Atlantic College and uh, we were it was in Wales and uh, it was a, a specialized college for only international kids and uh, we were again about 120 kids the whole point of that school which was created by Dr. Hahn is to get people from all over the world to live together for two years and prepare, you know, for future. So he said, you know, if we want peace in this world, is that to get people from each country so they know each other when they grow up. So later when they become politicians or whatever, it'll be easier, you know, to relate to their problem, to their culture, etc., etc. And from Atlantic College, I went to Poland, where I stayed for nearly nine months, where I did the documentary film school and from there I came back to Paris and finished my university schooling which was 
filmmaking at the Conservatoire du Cinéma, and I was graduated in Paris. So you were finished with Paris, you graduated. Where did you go from there? When I graduated in 1968, I went back finally to Lebanon, decided to live there. It was summer of 1968, so I shot my first movie called Inside Out, and that was my first movie ever. It was a 50-minute feature length. And from there, I worked in Lebanon. So that was Lebanon, 1968. Then what? In 1970, I did my first real feature film called Salam After Death. Now we're five years later, 1975, and life changes in Lebanon. The war broke out in Lebanon. I decided to stay, and I took my camera, and I had a team with me. We started filming the war from 1975 to November 79. I would assume that there were difficult times then. Because the fighting was just about all over Lebanon, and Lebanon was divided into several regions. One region was the Christian, the other one was where the Muslim or the leftist and the right wing, etc. I mean, it was it was like the most convoluted war, war ever. Some people called it a war between Lebanese, you know, a civil war. Some other called it it's a religious war. Some other called it, I mean, it is Palestinian Lebanese. So. I did the movie called Lebanon Y, which did an amazing journey. It was shown in 17 film festivals, won many, many awards, was submitted to the Oscars here in, in America. It had a run in theaters, London, Paris. When was it shown in the United States? Uh, last July, I believe. It was screened in Lebanon. It had an amazing response because people were very excited to see it. I mean, it is, it's, a, it's really history. This movie made history because it had a lot of moments that nobody was expecting or moments that a lot of people have forgotten because now we're a totally new generation. So anyway, in 1979, I moved to London, London to Paris, and then Paris went one year to Africa, then back to Paris. I did a lot of music videos, documentaries, and then I decided to move to the U.S. in 1989. I couldn't take Europe anymore. You were giving up on Europe? Ambition was totally smothered in Europe, and especially France. But you had an interesting life in France, and excitement, and schooling. I owe everything to France, all my schooling, no doubt about it. And I love, you know, French culture, but the people were very obtuse, very narrow-minded, envious and jealous. That's what made me leave the country and, and come to the United States. With me, the thing, the way it works is I'm not the kind of person who can sit at home and wait until, you know, my next project comes. So whoever has a project, I would jump into the project and start working with them. Even if I am just an associate producer or a producer, because I'm a director, That's what I do mostly, is directing movies. But I love being behind the camera, so I, I've done a lot of movies that weren't really my movies. It was my friends' movies. And, uh, and as long as it put me behind the camera, that's what I wanted. I'm happy. I'm only happy behind the camera. In the past year, you have become involved in another passion related to the motion picture industry. Yes, my passion these days. I am totally immersed into it. We'll be back in a minute or two here on MichaelMasseyLive.com, and we'll find out what the passion George is talking about in reference to the motion picture industry. 
Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla is delighted to welcome Michael Maschi as Director of Entertainment. To celebrate, Michael and the Cuisinart Resort invite all his loyal fans to join him with a special promotion. We have created a package for maximum enjoyment of the resort, with many opportunities to engage with Michael during his performances at the Cuisinart selection of venues. This special promotion includes five days, four nights in a beachfront junior suite, full breakfast daily at Cafe Med or Continental and Suite, complimentary dinner for two at either Le Bistro at Santorini or Italia, complimentary Wi-Fi, scheduled fitness classes, special golf rates for Cuisinart guests, and more. All this for $1,800 per person. For more information, please visit CuisinartResort.com. For reservations, contact 1-800-943-3210 or email reservations at Cuisinart.ai. Be sure to reference the special rate code MMP and tell them Michael Meshi Live told you to call. Package rates based on double occupancy. Additional nights available at prevailing rates. 10% service charge. 10% government tax. $3 per adult. 12 years older per night. Government marketing level will be added. 15% service charge of meals. Smart gratuities. Have every user not included. Valid now through December 17, 2016. So closed August 28th through October 14. You're listening to Michael Mashey Live, broadcasting from the Cuisinart Resort Studios in Anguilla. Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa, Anguilla's ultimate destination. Michael is joined by his wife, producer, and co-host, Blanca. Be sure to visit our website, michaelmasheylive.com, to hear archived broadcasts and for our upcoming show schedule. To speak with the hosts and guests on the air live, Call 516-418-5590. And now, back to the show. We're back here on MichaelMasseyLive.com. I'm Ed Marshall. And we've been talking to multiple award-winning film director and producer George Shamshom. George, tell us about your passion, opening a world for Asian filmmakers. And, of course, that would be the Asian World Film Festival to be held here in October in Los Angeles. We promote the movies that are submitted to the Oscars and to the Golden Globe. So we give them a springboard so they can have a direct path to being nominated in the Oscars. And this, of course, is for Asian filmmakers. So we are a unique festival. I take it there are many film festivals happening at any given time around the world. About 3,000 festivals in the world. Well, believe it or not, our festival is unique in its concept. Where is the Asian Film Festival presented? This festival is held in Los Angeles, but to be exact, to be precise, it's in Culver City, which is in Los Angeles. Culver City, they call it the heart of Screenland. That's where Sony Studios are based. Culver Studio is based, which used to be the Selznick Studio. Culver City is a very thriving, beautiful city, great restaurants, wonderful people, great theater, which is the Arclight, which is our home. During the festival, our home also is the landmark Culver Hotel in downtown Culver City. This film festival was born just about a year ago. How were you involved? This festival was born out of frustration and, uh, and anger. Because uh, when you know the Asian countries were 51 countries uh, that spans from the eastern shore of the Mediterranean, which is Cyprus and Lebanon, all the way to Japan, 
from Turkey, Russia, by Georgia, all the way to China and India. It englobes all the Arab countries, not Egypt, but all the Arab countries. Out of those 51 countries, on average, 20 to 23 movies are submitted each year to the Oscars. What is mind-boggling is that since 1947, only seven movies won the Oscar from those countries. And out of those seven movies, two of them are honorary Oscar, which means only five movies ever won the Oscar. This does not add up. When you know the amazing wealth of filmmaker coming from those countries, you know, it takes a lot of money to promote those movies. It, it takes between 50000 to just say there is this movie that exists to about a million to a couple of millions to just promote the movie and put it in theaters in the U.S. So out of 23 submissions, maybe 5% of those movies are released and the rest they go into oblivion. So you want to help fellow filmmakers from another part of the world. Maybe it is the time for me to give back what I got all my life, all the blessings you know, that were upon me. Let's help the filmmakers from Asia. And the way we can help them is screen their movies, you know, the Oscar and Hollywood Foreign Press movies. Let's screen them at the festival. Invite as many filmmakers from Hollywood and Golden Globe members. So maybe, maybe, you know, within a few years, couple of years, we'll finally have a place in the sun in Hollywood. Well, actually, the miracle did happen in a very small way, but that's how everything starts, in a small way. Last year, we had one of our movies nominated, which was a movie from Jordan called Thebe. And that in itself was an amazing achievement for us. And we're all very, very proud of this festival. And we, we urge everyone to come to this festival, which is held from October 24th to November 1st, 2016. And where will the movies be shown? In downtown Culver City at the Arclight Theater. It's all about strengthening the ties between the Asian and Hollywood film industries. George Shamshum, as a friend and colleague, I thank you for being here with us today. Of course, it was an honor and a pleasure to be on the Michael Massey Show. I'll come back again during the festival. But in the meantime, please visit our Facebook page, Asian World Film Festival, like the page, share it with your friends, spread the word because this is the only way that you know people will start opening their eyes on this amazing continent and this wealth of culture, rich and beautiful. Any additional information you'd like to give out to our Los Angeles listeners? You can visit our website, www.asianworldfilmfest.org. You will have all the program there and please come. Thank you, George, and thank you for logging on to MichaelMasseyLive.com. And thank you, Ed Marshall. That was a very good interview. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Um, George Shamshun uh, has done a lot for the industry, and he continues to do so. Um, you know, it's funny they were talking about Culver City. Of course, Blanca is a Southern California girl. Yeah, I worked in Culver City. She worked Our in Culver City. Show was in Culver City for Rags to Riches. Right. And uh, the one experience I have in Culver City is I remember um, going to the going to the Sony Studios that he was talking about. Of course, Sony Studios is where they filmed Star Wars, and boy, Hollywood is really you interesting. Oh, sure. I was. For, for I was doing some music Richard? for some movies, and also mm-hmm. uh, associate producer. 
uh, working at Raleigh Studios, which is right on Melrose Avenue, That's right across great. from Paramount Studios. The old stomping ground. We were, uh, if you like the show Castle, or that that oh. they filmed that right where where Shout I was working. Out to Alfred Soleil. Alfred Soleil, <laughs> he is the uh, set designer for the uh, show Castle, and he's such a he's a great guy out there yeah. too. But um, but you know, before we close the show, this week has been a very difficult week in uh, the United States. There's there's been just a lot of tragedy that's been going on there. And, of course, we're over here in Anguilla in the British West Indies, but we see everything and we hear everything that's going on over there. And Blanca and I just wanted to take a moment to just express our condolences to uh, all the victims and their families, because there were multiple tragedies in the United States this week. And being from this place where we experience such peace, uh, we, we we genuinely feel for for you and for your loved ones. It's heartbreaking to see what's going on uh, in the states, and you know, as U.S. citizens, I, I would just like to say that don't let terrorism tear us apart. Um, there's a lot of hatred going on yeah. within our own people, and um, just hopefully, we can pull it together and, and stay set strong. Our differences aside. Listen, it's okay to have it's okay to have differences. Have diplomatic talks about it. Have, uh, change things through government. Change things through elections. Um, but don't change things through violence. Violence is not going to work. No. It's, it just brings heartache. And there's a lot of innocent people that are just literally getting slaughtered. You know, it was one thing when it's happening overseas and you're in the States watching it. And boy, you feel terrible. You feel terrible. But when it hits home, it's um, it's maddening. It's sad. Yeah. It's frustrating. I don't know the answers, but all I, I can tell you is just stay strong. And, and prayer is power. I mean, really, start uniting to pray and vigilantly so. Uplift the ones that you love and your neighbors and your friends. Regardless of whether you agree or disagree with each other's viewpoints, it's important to support each other as human beings and to try to unite. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I remember the days when, when you could say, oh, well, that would never happen here in the country. Okay, that's changed. Well, it used to be that you could express your political viewpoint. You could express your opinions, and you didn't have to feel that you would be either terrorized or scrutinized right. or um, not given service in restaurants. I'm, I'm a little frightened by the, the position that many businesses uh, business proprietors are taking by not serving people who are expressing that they're voting for someone with whom they disagree. You know, we shouldn't be like that in our country. We should be able to say, all right, I don't like that person. I certainly don't like that candidate, but I respect you and you're right to your own opinion. Yeah. And, and don't forget freedom of speech, but there's ways to handle things. Um, there's ways to handle things in a peaceful in a peaceful way, um, just just love one another. Be friendly. Be kind. Um, don't hate. Don't hate everybody. Um, if someone has a different opinion, don't hate them for it. You can have a discussion, and it's okay to disagree. Sure. Husbands and wives disagree all the time. Yeah. But we love each other madly. Even about what movie we want to see, or about who should be cleaning the bathroom. So. I don't know what else to say, but I just, but we just wanted to express our condolences and uh, sincere, uh, heartfelt yeah. prayers 
to those uh, people that have lost their lives and, and, and senselessly. But um, I hate to end it on a bad note like that. But you know what? The show, the, the interview was very yes. interesting. It was a very and interesting interview with a really brilliant a really brilliant person. Absolutely. And we mm-hmm. thank Ed Marshall for doing that. He's out there in L.A. And, um, yeah, so we will see you on the next Michael Mashey Live show. Be sure to make sure you check out com on the Internet um, because right there you can see all of the old shows. Oh, by the way, not only can you listen to our past shows, but now we're creating – uh, our shows so you can watch them a as little bit more was, dynamic yeah so you can see where we're where we're broadcasting from you can see pictures of the uh the people that we're interviewing and um we'll continue to bring some interesting guests to you and uh Blanca, thank you you're welcome another wonderful show my job is complete <laughs> wonderful show for you and now it's time to eat I love eating. So we'll be right, we'll see you next time on Micro Mashy Live. You've been listening to the Michael Mashy Show. If you'd like to promote your business or upcoming event, contact the show at info at michaelmashylive.com. Go to www.michaelmashylive.com to follow the show and receive email notifications when we're going live with future shows. Share this website on Facebook, Twitter, and email. You can follow Michael on Twitter at at Mike and Anguilla or on Facebook at Michael Mashey Live. Join us for our next broadcast. Ciao for now.